0: Wait, I'm gonna be humming that at work. They'll be like, What the <laughs> heck are
1: you? What about white
0: men? What? And i work around all these white people. You trying to get me written up by HR. They'll be like, Why are you sitting around singing this song? I'm like, uh, tell uh it Is this racist? Stephanie is racist. Is, it... no, is it... this racist? Is <laughs> this racist? It, is
2: <laughs> a, it is it is
3: a Chris
2: Evans wow. anthem. This
4: <laughs> for Chris
1: Evans. No, Ooh. for Chris Evans be, the anthem is it? being that I am a muscle bound white man. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And I'm, and I'm in the background dancing with a bite
3: my lip like she,
4: yeah. Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fist into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at simulcast at gmail.com. One.
3: one, one. Single. Simoncast.
2: Dive dysentery, that's fun
3: That's, that's
4: that Oregon that trail water.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Meanwhile,
0: the people in Flint looking at y'all like,
3: have you lost your mind?
0: You want our water? We'll charge you.
2: Oh, God, I bottle
0: don't. that water up so
2: quick and say, you want this water? It's $60 a bottle. I don't think they realize that people and animals do terrible things in water and it needs cleaning after that. (laughs) <laughs> you
4: know, I'm, uh, I'm wondering if it's like Really raw water Because you would think that if somebody's drinking something That hasn't been treated and has all kind of Microbes and all kinds of stuff in it We would be hearing about the motherfuckers That's drinking raw water wa- raw water, And are sick It's like what if somebody lied right. and said, right. Like okay this is raw water And it's really not This is just shit from the tap
3: or That from would the serve them
2: right $60 for tap water would serve them right But I just
4: <laughs> because nobody's dead it's like y'all drinking this for real and this I water bad as you say it could be and nobody's dead yet nah nobody's in the hospital I ain't raw water they lie i mean
2: it all it takes is one rabid honey badger or something and i mean <laughs> no you.
3: Just mm
1: just no So again, um, Shantae, if we're reading it, I'm good. If not, I'm good. Don't do it. Don't do it.
4: Like only thing, <laughs> only the only thing about reading the book, what I don't like, what I don't want to do, is have to, I guess, have to
1: listen to it word for word. <laughs> like, <I'm> gonna... <laughs> so, so you're good with reading it. If we don't read it. <laughs> No, <laughs> so it's like like if you
4: like if you read it and you was like okay here's this passage about X Y Z, and here's the passage, and then it's like okay blah 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 whatever whatever. It's just that I feel like these nonfiction books they have long ass chapters. I mean that's what was going on with Rachel Dolezal. She had long chapters, and you know we just sit here just listen to it read out
3: loud. <laughs> and,
4: it's too, and it's too it's too much. It's I think I think it's too much. However. We can at least read We can read this first chapter You know And and figure it out Especially because you've already told everybody That we're going to read it on Tuesday Damn so be, <laughs> be like, well, We ain't reading the fucking book You know
1: <laughs> Hey say? Um
4: You <laughs> that
3: uh,
0: Well since you already told everybody I mean <laughs> I- He
1: can be like just kidding guys this yeah, I was just playing bitches, weird shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is literally the worst, like okay, I've ever gotten for anything. Like I'm asking for consent to go ahead and read this book, and you're like, eh, since you already told people well, you was gonna do it, I, I mean, can't that's stop what you I- from doing it, but I don't just- want to do it.
4: I don't, <laughs> it's real. Like if you had came to me and was just like, "Yo, here's this book. I think I want to read it on the show," and then I, I probably would have been like, "Nah." But at the same time, let's we gotta figure if we're gonna do this, we gotta figure out an easier way than having it drag the show down <laughs> as far as like momentum. But I mean,
1: um, I can say this. Looking at my Kindle, it's about that time. Ah, sorry. Um, sorry Um, hip hop reader Um, but the Kindle has this wonderful thing that tells you how many minutes are left in a chapter Mm -hmm. Uh, how many minutes are left in a book the book itself is approximately 2 hours and 54 minutes long the chapter the first chapter the prologue the prologue is 4 minutes long Oh, okay. oh no. the first chapter is uh-uh. five minutes
2: long. Oh, this is gonna be like just gossip, 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 probably. I'm hoping so. I mean,
4: that's that's probably what it's gonna be. That's that's probably what it's gonna be. But to be gossip because a nigga, we got we got a trained journalist compared to gibber jabbering ass. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey. Uh, who was, yo, she yo, like like Steffi, she gibber jabbed so much. We it was like what? She, one, she would start in one area, and then go to a totally different area, and then circle back to where she was at the very beginning. It had no rhyme or
1: reason. So I
4: don't. Maybe think she had an editor.
1: We should have made a drinking game where so. every time she referenced Wikipedia, we had to take a shot. What Wikipedia? Like she would drush.
2: That's I get a deal? I care, about, about, your deal. Your what is I
1: care
4: about your livers. You can't do that. Yeah, I can't. Duper duper like definitions of shit, which you know, some people were like, Well, sometimes you gotta break down stuff, but some shit was just like you don't need to break this down. Like, why are you breaking this down, bitch?
1: Because but- because she felt like black people didn't know black people like she knew black people. <sighs> <clears throat> you don't know a damn thing about Jamario. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's like you, you know, cannot What? This, you cannot out black this white woman. Like, she is going to break it down for you. Everything she learned from reading in the library. Oh, man. And I
0: National Geographic. I'm sad uh, all over again. Yeah. Are we recording?
1: Yes. No? Yes.
4: We awesome.
1: Yes. Great. So we're gonna... <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> gold. I really, I really want people to know how much we hate this shit. Yeah. Um... <laughs> pretty important before we start reading this to let y'all know that we take note like this is literally reading these books is a literal literal <laughs> whooping like it hurts us much more than it hurts you if you all the lies our parents just to say this we mean it this hurts us much more than it hurts you to listen to it uh it hurts us to have to read it it hurts us to have to think about it it hurts us to have to deal with it uh, but somebody who will not be named accidentally went on Facebook and sent it out <laughs> to everybody saying that Will's going to read this and then sent out copies of the book for free uh, yeah. to tell people to read along and all that kind of stuff. And that person, if they were here, but they're not, but if they were <laughs> here, they would humbly apologize for all of this bullshit to Shantae uh, if it wasn't her, which it wasn't. Shanta had nothing to do with this. Um, It's a fucked up situation that we're about to step into with this book. And I just want to say from the gate that this is in no way an endorsement of this motherfucker. We still have a shirt at teespring.com that literally says, Trump is a fuck nigga. That's Ah. a direct quote from Shanta from like a year ago. (laughs) And it's still there. Um, and
2: I feel like you're giving him too much credit now.
1: Well, call him a <laughs> just, fuck nigga? He's done.
2: Just, just from last year to this year, I feel like he's gotten worse.
1: He has. It's not that he's gotten worse per se, as much mm. as it is he's gotten more people to support his stupidity
4: yeah he's worse too he's worse too well or i feel worse about him than i did in the beginning because every because i'll be sitting on twitter and people you know i've got i'm at the point now where i've muted his name you know Mm -hmm. he's blocked so you know when stuff pops up it's got the whole thing like you can't see this tweet then i click it and see it's him and x real quick i'm like i don't give a fuck what that is but (laughs) motherfucker still (laughs) but people still post screenshots people still post videos and i'm sitting on twitter like i wish i could mute his face Cause that's (laughs) like I need him to go, but motherfucker's still paying attention to him and not paying attention to him. And like, I want to be informed about what the fuck is going on because I feel like I or somebody I know is uh, in danger with what the policies and shit that everybody's doing in in the government and everything. But like on some Mm -hmm. entertainment that's what it feels like motherfuckers are paying attention to and it's just like ugh, why why can not you just like just mute him block him mm-hmm. just fuck this because, you know, if we, if, 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 North Korea wants to get it popping, man, what fuck we gonna do? We gonna die? Like we don't even
3: know. <laughs> like,
1: my worst dream, well, my second worst dream. My worst dream is still walking out to my car in the morning and seeing some guy standing out front with a huge grin on his face and two knives in each hand and as he comes up to me, stab to stab me to death. The grin never leaves his face. Um, white guy. Um, bald headed with the with the hoodie. That is a
0: very specific... Um, that is oddly specific
1: yeah I mean, it, it gets more specific a name it's it, it's it gets more specific every single time i have the dream so um uh. but uh. um the fuck was i talking about before i started talking about that shit
0: <laughs> what's your second bitch? dream because that dream is just weird
1: um <laughs> I don't even remember now. Like that dream literally just pushed everything else out the way. I forgot what I was talking about and I'm going to remember that guy it. And I'm going to be... make
2: a better president than Trump. No,
1: saying. the fuck he wouldn't. If you saw the smile on his face, it's, <laughs> oh, it's wild. It's, it's one of those anime smiles. Like the bad guys on anime get those huge, like ear to ear, full tooth oh. grins and. Oh just,
4: 80, like instead of having like the thirty-something teeth that normal humans have, they got like eighty.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's not even full-grown teeth. It's dolphin teeth, like like puffy. So, um, but I, I what just, about
2: his foreign policy views, though? Uh, <laughs> just oh, yeah. that's what I was gonna. Say. I would give him a chance.
1: Um, second nightmare is driving to work, and as I drive to work, and I turn the corner on, the, or as I hit the bend on the freeway. I see the the nuclear bomb dropping out the sky, and I'm like, "Fuck you, Trump!" And that's the last thing I get to say before I die. It's, oh God, Fuck you, Trump! Well, I'm in the blast zone. I'm in Cali. They oh. can only reach the West Coast. Oh. They coming yeah. for me. Y'all might die in the right. winter, but I'm going out immediately. <laughs> and 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 a bomb of all places. Like seriously. Dude, of all places that you can nuke, you're gonna nuke little ass Sacramento. Like this is this is what we're aiming at. Right now in your life, you're gonna take us out to prove a point to Donald Trump when he doesn't even know how to find us on a map. I should move Good to Reddings. Um But yeah, that's my second biggest nightmare. Biggest nightmare though was that dude. I see him. I see him all the time. Only in my dreams, <laughs> but I'm scared to walk outside. You better bet your sweet bippy on that. Single simulcast episode 275. Goddamn. Well, wow. I, I mean, goddamn. Where uh, somebody asked me earlier today, how many episodes do you have? And I was like, 275 going tonight. And they were like, No, overall. And I was like, I don't freaking know. Because there was a span of time where I said the same episode for a show for like three weeks which is why I <laughs> co-host. that's not the only reason why but damn it it was so simple for me to say is this 273 i didn't take notes this must be too i'm just gonna talk my way through it and so there were other times that i forgot to put the uh na- the number of the episode on the actual show so i forgot the next week because i'll go back and look and i'll be like i don't fucking know so we might be on like 280 we might <laughs> We might. There's some illegitimate shows out there that are like, "You're my dad," and I'm like, "I don't know." Ooh, y'all need to watch The Shy.
4: Really? Oh, I don't have Showtime. You need Is to bootleg it.
1: You you gotta you gotta watch The Shy. Oh, really? My God, it's so thorough.
3: Mm.
1: Oh man, and it's it's made by Lena Waits, the uh, woman who wrote the award winning episode of. Master and Nun Thanksgiving. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I know that because that's It what was everybody so says. good.
4: Yeah, that was a good. That was a, That was probably one of Such the best episode. episodes of that season. Mm-hmm.
1: She wrote the. She's Chi. a great writer. Yeah. And the shy is equal parts heartbreaking and just captivating. It is everything right now. They got two episodes up so far. I urge y'all to watch it. Because I can't do okay. these recaps by myself, and so Shante, if you need to borrow my Showtime,
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna watch them, and I'm gonna be back for the recap.
1: Okay, we gonna we gonna we gonna figure out a way to do a recap on it because it is amazing. Like it is mm. such a great show. I watched so far. I've watched the premiere three times. Um, I've cried. Ooh, okay. Uh, is I, it a half I, an hour or an hour? Um. An hour, I believe. Okay. I believe it's an hour, a full hour. Um, and I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say that it's, it's wonderful. It is. Mm. Um, and it's way better. I mean, I watched that now instead of Shameless. So there it is. Um, today we are, or tonight we are joined, uh, by, two uh, luminaries uh, one you've heard on the show before and one you have not um miss stephanie how are you hello i'm good how are you just short of spectacular shante how oh, are you well
4: what's up <laughs> <laughs> no i really didn't know what you said i heard my name and then it just it just went
1: whoop, nothing I said how are you oh i'm awesome Stephanie, tell us something about yourself, something about your show. The floor is yours. Well, let's see.
0: Something about Stephanie. She is born and raised in Baltimore. I'm a very very East Coast girl. I know I'm from Maryland. I have a Southern accent. Damn it. I'm tired of y'all acting like if I'm from Maryland, I'm not from the South. I'm a fucking Southerner, okay? That's okay. what I am. But uh, I'm just saying, people are like, you're a Northerner. No, I'm not. I'm below the line. I count. I'm trying to kick me out of the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> I like my southern food too, damn it. But uh I have a podcast, the Mocha minutes podcast. I just started last August. Um, <laughs> so I'm 18 episodes in.
1: Awesome.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: How you liking it so far?
0: I am loving it. It's interesting being a solo podcaster. So right. So I've been asking other people to like
4: hey, you want to come on here? You want to come on here? So...
0: I'm always looking for more people to come join and talk about shit
1: the (laughs) toughest thing for me as a solo podcaster and yeah Shantae's here and I'm so grateful Shantae's here like I tell Shantae all the time I'm grateful that Shantae's here but Shantae didn't join the show until what episode I think it was 215 215 (laughs) Which meant two hundred and fourteen wow. episodes of me walking through the darkness by myself, and then you want to be a guest on my show? Like I was, <laughs> uh, I was telling somebody earlier today that the thing about doing a solo show is that unfortunately it doesn't take a lot to make you not want to do a solo show that day. Like right. good show is on. Oh, I'm gonna just. I'll get to the show later on. Um, food cooking and you're going out to dinner or something oh that's all right there's nobody to push me to want to do this show and for me that was also the fact that uh i have depression uh so <clears throat> it really didn't take much for depression to simply tell me you know what don't nobody listen to your shit like why are you even going through the motions of putting this shit together when don't nobody listen to it just come over here and sit in the dark with me real quick and i'll be like okay and I go sit in the dark. And so I have episodes, or we have episodes, that are... Uh, I like to call single simulcast. Uh, anything before 214 is before. <laughs> anything after 214 is after. And um, mm. the reason why I say that is because if Shantae hadn't... Before Shantae joined the show, I was going to quit. Mm. I had enough. I was done. Um, I was done worrying about what people thought. I was done worrying about what depression was telling me. I was done worrying about if I had listeners, if I had anything. And in doing that, I actually ended up forsaking the listeners that I knew I had. Like, I have some folks who I can say have been ride-or-die listeners since, like, first episode. Uh, oh, wow. Get Off My Planet. Shouts out to you, Rachel. She's been listening since, like, at least the... Second episode, because we would talk books, like I would read a book, she would read a book, and we just do a book report, like she'd be a listener, and I'd talk with her, and, and, uh, the rainbow, oh. uh, she's been riding with me, and, and all of these folks, but you know what? Those folks are not as tall as depression. That's so true. I'll tell you right now, those folks could say, you know what, Rashani, we love every aspect of your show. We think you're awesome. We want you to, uh, we want to listen to your show all the time and, and depression would be like, yeah, but that nigga over there ain't listening.
3: Mm.
1: You doing your show, but who's really listening to you? I have episode, I have an episode called Untitled. I didn't even have the <clears> energy <throat> to make a title for it. It's wow. literally called Untitled. And the show notes quite simply say, does anybody even read this? And that's the biggest, um, Grasp are the biggest reach out For help I could have done at that time I was so deep in the hole Mm. And um So I don't know if If I I know that that first year it was just great It was love I was actually listening to one of my Earlier episodes today uh, And it was full Mm -hmm. of skits and Music and happiness and all that Kind of stuff and The thing about Podcasting is Uh time changes everything whether it erodes or it builds that's completely up to you but time changes everything and for me it caused erosion um, it started to grind away at my will and, and my desire to keep going I'm mm. hoping that for you it builds your will to keep going because there's not always going to be a guest there's not right. always going to be somebody there who's going to say, you know what, I'm going to jump on it. we going to do this. And if you need me to come back, I'm always prepared. There's going to be people who say they're going to do your show. And then at the last minute, literally last minute, literally, like as you're getting on Skype, they're going to hit you up and be like, you know what, something came up. I can't do it. Yeah. And that may be enough to send you like, fuck and I'm going back to my room to play video games. So. Right. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Because I started
0: out with a co-host, and I think we were three episodes in, and she was just like, I don't think I want to do this. I think you should just do it by yourself, and I felt so defeated, Mm
3: -hmm. because
0: it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just about the show. I mean, this is my friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, on her end, she felt, you know, I feel horrible, and... You know, I'm sorry for doing this to you. So, in my mind, I'm like, I, you know, it's so bad. I love Shannon Sharp so much. And he quoted something by saying, you know, teeth and hair fall out. Friends don't fall out. So, I held on to that quote when it came to my friend. Even though mm-hmm. it's like, you just put me in a bind. I now have to be a solo podcaster. But that's not going to stop, like, 15 years of friendship. It's like, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it milled me to just go, yeah, I still have to do this because, you know, just like you, Derek, I have depression too. And it's so hard to fight against it because it's so easy to just give in because that's what depression wants. Mm-hmm. Depression didn't want me to start this podcast. I've been talking about doing a podcast for like a year and a half and I didn't start till last August.
2: But you started. Exactly. Yeah. Yep.
0: Cause I was yep. like no I can't do it no one's ever going to listen and I'm like ah. but that's what depression wants
3: mm-hmm. and so I can
0: see him and go, oh how many people are listening I'm like hey I like the shit I'm talking about
1: <laughs> we're grateful uh, that you are podcasting um, I think that the honestly I think that I think the more unique voices we can acquire, the better. The more unique Mm -hmm. black voices we can acquire is even better than that. And Mm -hmm. the more unique black women and femmes that we can acquire is phenomenal. Like, I am absolutely entranced by the ideas that I hear from uh, black women on their podcast, like stuff that is just like, you know what? I, I, I would have never thought about that. I would, that would have never crossed my mind. And yes, I'm speaking from a selfish standpoint. I drink, uh, the podcast of black women, like it's manna and honey, like it's my lifeblood <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> but it is just so you know what happened that was absolutely awesome something that was wonderful we did a show last week cuz that's what we do um called uh Sierra's life um and that show had uh Najalaree uh from the CuntCast podcast uh mm-hmm. and um Summer uh Hawkins Miss Hawkins from um the <laughs> Bad Music <and Easy> podcast <laughs> Um, and so we were talking to them and having a great old time. And, uh, <clears throat> Summer mentioned her bad and boozy podcast. One of my, uh, I coach basketball as, uh, it's my hobby. And so mm. I've been doing it for years. And one of the parents on my basketball team was like, yo, I heard your show. Um, which usually is a red flag like a motherfucker, but. She's a good people. <laughs> like, okay, cool. And she was like, uh, what was the name of the podcast that your guest was talking about? i love to listen to it. The one about the wine. And I was like, bad and boozy. This is a, uh, white lady, um, from mm. like a very good area. Uh, she's like, <laughs> she's like, she's <laughs> like Papa Doc from, she's um, um, not
4: know
0: white uh, suburban people love hood shit.
1: White like, suburban
0: people love hood shit
1: shit. I'm finding out every day because she is like Papa Doc from uh, from 8 Mile. Uh, she has both parents and they have a real nice marriage and it's like, oh, okay. So this woman is now <laughs> listening to the Bad and Boozy podcast and I just think that that is excellent. I think that that's wonderful and, and, and one of the things that we and you know what, Shantae? What's up? I find myself saying we a lot now. <laughs> like like when talking Shoot about the it. show, I'm I'm speaking <laughs> French now. Um there's a lot of weeds going on, but we are always grateful for the opportunity to talk with uh new podcasters. Uh we are always grateful for the opportunity to talk to uh black women. Like we'll set everybody else to the side, like yo holla uh come on in and 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 tell us what's going on um because y'all are literally the bestest like uh Aaron Uh, Rand Freeman ARF said it best when he was like black women are delightful and I was like you know what it's absolutely positively the best thing I've ever heard in my life um but we are. Oh, look at you trying
0: you. to make my eyes sweat. Look at you. <laughs>
1: we are glad to have you, and um, I appreciate you bringing me on. I'm excited. No worries. And the other voice that you're going to hear, you've heard on the show a couple times, um, Miss Erica, uh, <laughs> she. <laughs> Go ahead and tell them something about yourself, Tom. What you are getting into? The floor is yours. <laughs>
2: Well, I am a marketer and social media specialist, and I do a lot of content marketing for small and medium-sized businesses. I also have the very first episode of a fictionalized serial uh, podcast that I'm doing, kind of like a BBC drama, only I'm doing all the voices right now until I find some more people, Rashani, to voice some people. <laughs> um, this script, and um, am I allowed to talk about the thing that's? in By the works? all
1: means, please do. I am pleased as punch <laughs> to talk about this one.
2: And I'm also working on a podcast coming up with Rashani called Storytellers, where Ooh.
1: we um
2: making up stories randomly. We don't know what the topics will be about beforehand. Um, it's going to be me, Rashani, and a couple of other people. So each person gets one part of the story. Nobody hears the entire story until the day of the podcast. So it's going to be really interesting.
1: And we've actually been putting this one together since November. Mm -hmm. I think Um, I can say we are actually in the last steps before we can actually uh, start recording, and get this thing cracking. But it's... uh, I'm excited because I am too. Nothing quite like telling a good story. And mm-hmm. one of my kids at, at the basketball trials today. Um today was the last day of basketball tryouts. Uh, I had to make cuts from it started off with 49 kids uh trying out for one team. I only wanted to have 9 kids on the team. 8 8 kids, 9 at the most. Mm. So I had uh four days of tryouts and two different cuts which i always hate because i hate making kids feel like they're not good enough even though they are good enough it's just that just like animal farm uh, all animals are created equal but some are created more equal than others um you can do all this stuff but he can do it better than you. That's mm-hmm. that. I, and and you really never know how to say that to a seventh grader. That you know what? I just tell him if you work on your left hand and and don't look down, you dribble. Come back and see me when you get to the eighth grade, and you'll be as good as he is right now. Um. But one of the kids was like, Coach, you tell a lot of stories, and I was like, I have a lot of experiences from growing up. Um. I didn't think I'd tell a lot of stories but I do enjoy the art of speaking. Uh, and, and for me, having, it, it's not so much storytellers for me isn't so much having the opportunity to tell a story. It's the opportunity to hear a story. Um, mm-hmm. Hearing a good story to me is, it's, it's, like, it's like hearing rain drops on the roof of my house as I sit back and drink hot chocolate out of a mug that warms my hands and kick my feet up in my lounger with my slippers on. That's what a good story is. Um, And so I'm hoping that this show will uh, provide the need, will will satiate the need that I have for just good stories. And there's other podcasts like The Moth that have Mm -hmm. storytellers. But I've been checking... There's no other shows that are like this show that we're going to be doing. Um, And I think that's what's exciting for me as well. Is just that unknown of how is this (laughs) going to work out? How are people going to take this? Um, With that said. uh, Shantae, is it okay if I beg them real quick? Okay. 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 So um, here's the thing. Niggas is broke. <laughs> Niggas is straight up and down broke. Like like a like 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 a fourth graders jump shot. We broke. Like um we have a couple things. We set up a Patreon and from that Patreon we uh dove off into uh doing more things with our shows. We moved to Libsyn. Uh, which is really nice. Like They have a really great service. I really, really like them. Um, we started Crowdcast so that we could do uh-huh. video shows with our listeners and uh, so then we can do the Q and Awesome with our Patreon members. Um, uh-huh. And we... There was one more thing. Oh, I bought this big-ass box of cards for storytellers. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> oh. here's the thing. They're not cheap. Um, and, and so I am asking, honestly, I am, I am damn near pleading with y'all. If you're listening to this show, we have a Patreon page. Uh, donations start at $1, they go up to $15. If you get the $15 one, we will send you a single Simulcast t shirt. Um, Ooh because crowdcast by itself costs $50 a month um and when you don't have money $50 a month is literally like that is a pit in my stomach every single time it comes around and I never expect it I mean I should expect it I know when they're gonna hit me up but it's kind of like Amazon Prime where you don't Really expecting to take that money out, and then all of a sudden the money is gone, or there's a warning that we tried to steal your money and you weren't home, so we're going to come back tomorrow <laughs> and you better have our money right. That's that's crowdcast for me every month. Uh, Libsyn is another $30 a month, so right there, that's 80 bucks. Um, and I, I swear to God, I swear to God. I'm not saying this to try and say that, you know, uh, we're not going to be able to continue doing this because if, if if we don't get more Patreon members, I'll pay for it out of pocket. We pay for crowdcast out of pocket right now. We cover the end of the expenses out of our pocket. Uh, the card for storytellers, another 26 bucks. Um, Shantae, uh, may or may not ever eat through all of that candy. <laughs> but I mean, like, she works hard. She does this every single week. And I'll tell you right now, I would love to do nothing more than to just get her a uh, Sephora gift card once a month. Just have her, just because she has another blog that she does Burn Me and Red Lipstick. I would love to have her in the newest and finest. We need y'all's help. Um, and if you could, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, the Patreon is just go to patreon.com and type in single simulcast. Um, but yeah, we are broke niggas. Like I'm, I, I can't even say that another way. I'm trying like heartbreakingly broke. Like, the stuff we're doing right now, we can't afford broke. I don't know how to get out of that conversation and move on to something light and fanciful. But I just need to tell you, we need y'all's help. And we appreciate each and every one of y'all who do help us out in any way, shape, or form. Whether I mean, even if it's a dollar and you just share the show like a motherfucker. Real talk that's doing something that's helping us out, and we appreciate that. we appreciate all of you as it is, and I feel that's the thing that's the other thing stephanie, yeah does your depression ever make you feel bad about the strangest shit
0: all the fucking time yeah it ugh, all all the time like I could look, I looked at my nails one day and said oh my god cause my nails keep breaking cause I'm not keeping them polished look I'm a broke nigga too so I'm not you know it ain't popping at the nail salon for me so I'm looking at my hands going like F- fuck come on it's like Stephanie get your shit together oh Stephanie you can't afford it oh I can't afford it well I'm gonna have busted ass nails alright well that's how it is, cause my life is sad that kind of shit Where I can literally just go buy a dollar something nail file and file my fucking nails and go get like a 99 cent bottle of nail polish and fix it. But oh no, depression don't it don't work that way.
1: Yeah, and mine is um, where in my mind I feel like I don't know if it's depression or if it's the way that I grew up, the stuff that I saw growing up, but I apologize for everything, which pretty much negates anything we want to get done actually getting done. Because I'm like, my, I'm sorry. My mother it. hates when I
0: do that. My mother hates it. She's like, stop fucking saying you're sorry for everything. Stop saying you're sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, Stephanie, stop. And I didn't notice it until she said something. She's like, you apologize all the time. You're like, you apologizing for living. I mean, why are you apologizing? I don't know. She's like, why Why are you apologizing for everything? Stop uh, apologizing. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, like, I want like to apologize habit. for apologizing.
0: Right. <laughs> right. You know, I'm sorry. Oh, I just told you to stop. I'm like, I know. So I'm trying to break the habit of, you know, saying that you're sorry for feeling away. Because, you know, I spent so long and I'll, you know, full disclosure, I've been in therapy for like three or four years because of depression and me always taking all this time to make people like me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not even worrying about if I like me and realizing I don't like always pleasing everybody. Or saying something, someone go, "Oh, that hurts my feelings." Oh, I'm sorry, I'll take it back. No, Mm -hmm. I said what I said. I said (laughs) I said what I said. That nigga is trash. Oh, but he's my faith. I don't care. He's trash.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm sitting here really. (laughs) I'm really sitting here thinking about how many times you see uh, folks flip flop on their own opinion which mm-hmm. they hold so dear yeah. and it just makes me wonder what are they going through? Like where right. you have nothing to, where you have something to stand on. You're just not going to stand on it. And that also makes me happy that I see that I'm starting to see people come out of that shell and break free of that and really talk about problematic people and, um, abusive people in their lives. um, I have friends who are just so brave in what they write about or, 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 uh, talking about their experiences. And it, it both, uh, it rejuvenates me. It, mm-hmm. it, it makes my heart like, it, it warms my heart to see it. But at the same time, it makes me like, why can't you do that? Mm. You know, and and I'm crabbing a barrel in myself. Like, why can't (laughs) you? But yeah, no, sorry. Shit. (laughs) It is. It's
3: such a habit. Mm -hmm. habit. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I was asking somebody for help (laughs) earlier today. And and this person that I was asking for help is a really, like, I consider him to be a really good friend. I could be wrong. They could be stringing me along. Pretty soon they could be just waiting to hit me with the rock bottom over a steel chair. I don't know, but oh, as boy. far as I know, oh my God! Um, <laughs> as far as I know, we're friends. Um, I'm always scared to say further than that, because that's where you get burned, but we're friends. And I was talking to them earlier today about getting ideas about how to, um, to be honest, because that's on- that's only way I really know how to be. I was asking them, what did they do to find traction in Patreon? Like, what did they do, to- their fellow podcasters? Like, what did you do to find a good space for Patreon where people were going to support you? And he and and they were telling me. Um, and I was like the thing that I have that goes through my head and it irritates everybody I know it irritates everybody and I type it and I cringe while I type it and I'm like why are you typing this I will ask somebody for a request I will ask somebody a question I'll ask somebody something and if they don't answer back within like 5 to 6 minutes my next statement, it's like it's auto respond, if there's enough dead time, the next statement is I'm sorry for wasting your time I'm sorry for ruining the moment I'm sorry for uh, bothering you and I'm not sorry I ain't sorry hell nah, I'm not sorry Like I really (laughs) want to know, and you have this information and I always feel like by saying I'm sorry I'm belittling myself Like making it seem like it's not worth your time. God damn it. I'm worth your time. I'm worth your time. And to their credit, they were like, nah, it's no, it's, I got you. I just, it's a big question. I just had to think about it. But then there's other folks who are like, well, fuck you. And I'm like, I, I shouldn't have said, I'm sorry. Like I I used to send out panic texts like, Hey, Mm. how are you? And then if the text didn't come back, like for forty five minutes, are you alive?
3: Oh I'm a, I'm a worry goodness.
1: wart like that. Oh my gosh! At some point, I, I should probably talk with somebody deeper about this rather than on a podcast. Right after I ask people to <laughs> join our Patreon because we tell funny stories. <laughs> Shante tells funny stories. I just sit back and listen to that good shit. Um, Shante, how are you?
4: I'm still
1: awesome. See? Told still. you. He's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Still. Nothing still expected. awesome. Never lost. <laughs> I don't fall off. <clears throat> Let's see how you feel after this shit, though. Engineers. Oh,
3: jeez. Yeah.
1: This guy. James Damore, the Google so- senior software engineer, fired over his controversial three... 3,300-word 3, essay on diversity filed a lawsuit against a former employee on Monday. Damore, along with former software engineer David Guterman, who's a co-plaintiff, alleges that Google <laughs> discriminates against confer- conservatives, white people, and men. <laughs>
3: That's huh?
4: right. What about the white conservative male? What about me?
0: What when are you guys men? gonna care about white men? When are y'all gonna care about them?
3: Um, they're
1: forgotten. I mean, they're so oppressed. I mean, TLC wrote a song about it. Don't you remember? What about white men? When they get <laughs> ignored, why aren't they adored? Hey, hey. What about white men? We're not all dude bros, just so you can know. That was the song. Y'all never heard that version? (laughs) Was I the only one singing that version? I don't
0: think it was on rotation on the
1: box, so I may have missed it. Being I am a well to do white man, I just. (laughs) I just don't understand the things you do. (laughs) I experience racism (laughs) too. It's just reversed, but you don't know about that. that Okay, so obviously,
4: "What About Your Friends" is like one of my favorite TLC songs. So this is terrible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Being I am a mediocre white man, sometimes I don't understand the things you do. I'm, <laughs> mad I'm moving much I shouldn't even be moving to this. Black <laughs> women get added You shouldn't be when slapping. No fast slapping. When I ask them what their name really means, <laughs> 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 yo, Bobby, kick the verse. Like, my boss is black. That's the whole verse. I'm just mad. What about white man?
3: <laughs> 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 the
0: whole video they gonna be dancing around with tiki torches
5: <laughs> they kick it over to Bobby he's not even dancing he's just standing there in a fucking pair of Dockers in a polo shirt my boss <laughs> a black woman
1: what a black <laughs> woman
5: Gotta
0: report to that bitch. That's the name of that album.
1: <laughs> you may have heard their other famous single, I Am Miffed. <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
3: Oh
1: my god. <sighs> oh god. But in their one hundred and one one hundred and sixty-one page complaint, Lord, they say, quote, the more." Goodman and other class members were ostracized, belittled, and punished for their heterodox political views and for the added sin of their birth circumstances of being Caucasian and/or males. Oh boy. Google's open hostility for conservative thought is paired with invidious discrimination on the basis of race and gender. <sighs>
0: man what about man you man. know what I don't know who this person is who typed up this uh suit for them but they took that money and ran right it's like ooh, you want me to do what oh great yeah so hold on you should find this person and ask them to give to your patreon because I mean they got plenty of money.
1: See, the way my bank account is set up, you're going to have to pay me before I start writing people. So if you could just go ahead and put the money in my hand, I could write up whatever the fuck you want. What about white men? I was
0: with someone else, and we were, like, recapping the Golden Globes. And then I pulled up my file, and all I heard was her voice. And I did not hear me. And I went, what the hell just happened?
3: Oh, no. I was
0: like, oh, oh so now we have to re-record and I'm like, oh. And
1: you know what? Like a said, it's never as good as the first time. All that magic, not. All that, all that everything is just like, ha. and then it's like a drag all over again and you're like,
0: uh. Yeah, and I'm like, oh.
1: That song is you're still like, in my head though. I'm going to make like a parody
0: Like on Oprah, we were talking about that movie about peaches, and I was like, I didn't get that peach joke, I now understand what that
1: peach joke is. Wait, was it peaches from uh, A Lowdown, Dirty Shane? No, it was (laughs) like (laughs) on the
0: Golden Globes, okay, so they kept making peach jokes, because one of the movies called me by your name, so it's like this gay coming of age story, it's so... She was explaining what it meant. I'm like, wait, what the hell are y'all talking about? And so, like, some dude glazed a peach, and then some guy ate the peach with the glaze on
1: it. Wait, wait, I wait, said, what wait. the hell?
2: What? That, wow, I've seen, like, the previews for that movie, but it did not lend itself to suggest that I'm there like- would be...
1: Peach glazing.
2: Defilement. Peach
4: glazing. Is I'm glazing. like, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, ba- it's based on a book, and that peach thing, I think it happens in the book. Is that's a, it? That's that's, um,
2: that's okay. I was like, no, I didn't what? know
4: it was the eating of the peach. though. So I thought it was like a, maybe I misread whatever I was reading, but uh, <laughs> it was, it was. I thought he simulated sex on the peach yeah uh, so that's not what she said so i'm like look she's like i hope i'm not spoiling this for you i'm like i'm
0: not gonna see this movie so you go right, right ahead but now you know like y'all are fucking up fruit for me first it's the grapefruit and now it's the peaches i'm like look i can't just go down the produce aisle now without going mm, what y'all gonna do to that fruit <laughs> it's like Phew. like it's, it's way too much for fruit we just don't eat fruit anymore. It got to be involved. It's got to be like a third party in the
4: bedroom. I'm trying to figure out why. There's a meeting in the
3: produce <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> It's Like what? What? What she said, and <laughs> I'm like what? So it. Hard.
2: I'm lost. I'm trying so hard <laughs> <laughs> to understand. Why <sighs> you would accept that? Why? But like, no, don't. Uh, after you've used it, I was like, I
3: can
2: look,
0: look, look, because I had to tell her, like, hey, the podcast, um. I'm like, it didn't record right. And she's like, so
2: no peach glazing on the podcast? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I just, oh. I really like peaches, y'all. My
3: feelings are hurt.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if 112
0: didn't mess you up with peaches, you know, oh, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should, should, I don't know. Because they messed me up. I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all not talking about fruit, are y'all? Oh I'm not old enough to know what y'all talking about. Oh
1: (laughs) You know what? When there was this song that came out by a dude that nobody ever remembers named Novel called Peach And uh the chorus was I can eat a peach for hours Especially when it's sweet, not sour. I love it when it's juicy. You're doing something to me. I could eat a peach for hours. I sang that song at church. Whoa. All the time. I love that song. And um not a great song. I don't even know if they have it on Spotify. Like he was literally not even a one hit wonder. He was a half a hit wonder. Um but loved the song and it took me a long time to realize you know what song really took me a long time whole long time to realize this song was fucking nasty woo and I'm not even talking about downtown by SWV either I'm golly that song you make my love come down I did not understand it I was like mom why is there love coming down the stairs and she was like don't worry about it boy (laughs) (laughs) and it took me until college and then one day it just clicked. And my daughter had one of those moments recently, not recently, but like in the past so yeah, recently because I'm old now um, where she was listening to uh, what's the nigga's name? Some people like him, some people don't. Uh, Kill a Kill from the Ville. Um First things first, recipe Uncle Phil guy. What's his name? I'm old son of a biscuit. What the hell is his name? Um, not Big Sean. Um, J. Cole. There we go. Oh, okay. J. Cole. Nobody. Rest J. Cole, in, but okay. First, first things first, Recipe Uncle Phil guy. Yeah. So he has a song where he talks about, I came quick like uh, 911 in white neighborhoods. And my daughter was like, What does that mean? And I was like, I'll tell you when you turn 18. And she was like, Why do I gotta be? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. And then she went and told all her friends what it meant So I think by me <laughs> Keeping it From her I actually Didn't uh, Help out at all But yeah <sighs> Damn uh-huh. Yeah,
3: That's,
4: that's kind of sad Well It's good that you did figure out what making the love come you know come down is you know it's good you figured it out what the song meant cuz there's a lot of dudes that's way older than that that have no idea what that means
1: or how to make it happen make, cause, yeah cuz they're not making it happen so <laughs> bless their hearts what do you mean no. make it come down it went upstairs into an attic and shut itself in it drew the ladder up behind it jumped out the window <laughs> Ooh, you make my love come down um now that song's in my head Uh, I need something to uh, get it out but yes so these white folks uh, really expect Google to uh, give up some money and Google's like yeah we look forward to defending against you (laughs) You motherfuckers so I'm looking forward to seeing how this argument is going to play out because I got my money on Google like all of the money.
4: Man, here's hoping, because you never, because the only thing that I worry about is the possibility that they get a judge, who actually is sympathetic to what the fuck they're talking about. Like you know, regardless of the law or whatever, it's just like you know what? Hell yeah, white men get discriminated against, and you know, and are totally into what the fuck these dudes are talking about.
3: All it yeah,
2: takes is even one. with the stats, though. Like, the stats don't bear it out. So, whatever they're talking about is just not acceptable, period.
1: I'm worried. Because you're absolutely right. All it takes, like, we, it would have been considered just outlandish that a guy could, no, it's not outlandish. It's absolutely sad. So, no. I'm not going to be surprised by anything that happens. Uh stand your ground. He got off. I'm no longer surprised by that shit. Uh, Brock Turner happened. I'm no longer surprised by that shit. I'm just no longer surprised when white people step into court to, dis- to discuss something that's being done to white people. I just want them to get a black judge so they can be like, get the fuck out of here. i would would really love for this i guarantee you if it's sat in front of a black judge they will call for it to be placed in another courtroom i guarantee it and i'm waiting (laughs) patiently so apparently uh oregon has this thing going on we're starting on january 1st they were able to pump their own gas um for those of y'all who don't know or who have never been to Oregon, Oregon was a place where when you tried to go to a gas station, there'd be a sign that said full serve. If you ever wonder why your gas station says self-serve on it, that's why. Because of Oregon. Um, <laughs> Oregon is a state where when you pull up to the gas station, somebody will come out to your car and pump your gas and check your oil and clean your windshield. It's kind of like having that homeless dude in Los Angeles. Um, cause they ran right up to you as soon as you pulled up, like, yo, and wouldn't even let you get out the car. So really just like that homeless dude that you always saw who was like, can I clean your windshields? Except they're getting paid for it. But now I guess starting on January 1st, they can begin pumping their own gas. So it's either full serve or self serve. You can have the choice. And apparently folks in Oregon are losing their entire damn minds over this shit. Like, to the point where it's become a thing on Facebook people are hitting them up like I've lived in this state all my life and I refuse to pump my own gas I had to do it once in California while visiting my brother and I almost died doing it
4: <laughs> okay so I've heard I've heard some of these things and some of this shit sounds fake so I'm just like I'm kind of just like yo like are you really feeling some kind of way about pumping your own gas or are you just joking and exaggerating because the whole thing about, you know, y'all being able to pump, you know, pump your own gas is just, you know, whatever. Y'all just joking. Cuz some of the stuff is like, you know, like this person saying that they almost died. It's just like, did you really almost die? Like what happened? Like you don't know how to do it. Like just you've never like, I guess, I don't know. I, I, don't understand.
1: I I'm learning frequently. To never doubt white people. Like, even if I think they're joking, they're usually deadly serious, and I don't know until it's too late. So rather <laughs> than getting there too late and finding out, oh, you are serious. I just I the the more the more zany the idea is, I believe white folks. I do like when they say that they're going to do something because they feel like this people have been oppressing them like these two white boys who are suing google i believe the shit out of them they really do feel like they are being discriminated against they're not but i believe that they have deluded themselves that is a power that we don't have is a power of delusion i take that back a lot of black men have the power of delusion but i don't have it not all men (laughs) he said and then read it back and thought about that too I walk myself into these situations and I try and find my way out. But the delusional uh, aspect of this is so tasty to me. I do believe that they use hyperbole, like I almost died, but I believe that this is also an older person who uh or somebody who's just really over dramatic. But the rest of them, yeah like the woman who, I don't want to pump my own gas. I hate the smell and having to get out in the winter in a skirt. No way. I believe her.
4: Oh, yeah. See, I I that, that makes sense. That is just like, okay, this is an inconvenience kind of thing. It's still kind of just like, how you get the smell on you? Like, are you pumping it on your, like, you know, did you spray your hand with it? It's just, I don't know. I've pumped my own gas my whole life. And if anything, as far as the I'm um, more worried about just the fact that I'm having to touch something that other people have touched so I'm putting mm-hmm. the you know so I'm hand sanitizing but it's not like oh my god I smell like gas
1: now oh my like, god it look at my hands they smell like gasoline oh
4: like how do you smell like what are you do? like how how'd you end up smelling like gas it doesn't I mean like you sit out there for like you know a couple of minutes like you didn't douse yourself in gas and why like, you smell like it's just
1: mm-hmm it's kinda like how it, it's kinda like how uh if you get it on your hands, if you never get it on your hands, you never know what it smells like. Like when people say, uh, your hands smell like pee, well didn't you pee on your hands? <laughs> your hands smell like uh, shit. well didn't you miss when you're wiping? Like it's that simple. My hands, that gasoline smell, you don't smell gas at a gas station because it goes into the car. <laughs> like <laughs> And honestly, there's like, I'm, I come from the generation of people who sniffed uh, markers because they had different flavor smells on them. I'm okay with gasoline. Like, smell this one. It ta- It smells like black licorice. And then they'd be like, this shit's toxic. You shouldn't smell it. Too late, motherfuckers. And now we sniff every pen. Like, there was that big black. I don't even know what that pen was called. It was just a big black pen. And we all sniffed the shit out of it. And turns out it was addictive. Who knew? We were just sniffing pins because y'all had a whole bunch of them that smelled like lime and strawberry and orange and lemon. So, yeah, white folks. But back to them because they make me, they amuse me right now. Apparently, most people in Oregon assume that in order to pump gas, you must first remove all fuel from the vehicle and stand in the open while thugs attack from all angles, all while being sprayed by gas. And a woman took him seriously and said, no, no, no. Disabled (laughs) seniors and people with young children in the car need help. Not to mention getting out of your car with transients around and not feeling safe, too. This is a very bad idea. Gurr. End quote. Grr. Not a good idea. There are lots of reasons to have an attendant helping. One is that they need a job, too. Many people are not capable of knowing how to pump gas and the hazards of not doing it correctly. Besides, I don't want to go to work smelling a gas when I get it on my hands or my clothes. Very bad idea.
4: Like see, that's what I'm saying. How do you get it on your hands or your clothes if you stick your little card in or you pay on the inside, you come out, you the pump gets turned on, you pick up the nozzle, you stick it in the car, you press the button to choose whichever grade you want, and then you start pumping. The gas will never see the light of day. If you like I don't understand. How it could get on you Unless you make a mistake Unless you like You're still squeezing it When you pull it out Like there was one time That for some reason Like usually when you fill up your car It'll uh It'll stop you The pump will Mm -hmm. quit Mm -hmm. There was a time The pump didn't quit So Mm -hmm. I wasn't paying attention And it was kind of bubbling out So that was one time Where the gas could have got on me And everything Mm -hmm. But other than that It's like how does something like that even happen? How, if you're just doing, you know, if not some kind of weird irregular situation arises, it's just just stick it, stick the nozzle in the thing, in the in the gas thing.
1: I mean, everybody missed the hole their first time. <laughs> Yo,
4: <laughs> not true.
1: And just be spraying everywhere.
4: is <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not entertaining that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and and and
2: basic instructions I mean just basic normal everyday instructions I mean I guess they could have workshops at the gas station for these people who feel like they don't have the confidence to pump their own gas the attendants can stand there and give instructions and encouragement and you know give them a certificate of completion when they fill up their first gas tank (laughs) they can get certified or something i my mind boggles and my heart hurts for people who are so sheltered that pumping gas frightens them
4: like that's wild like and then the pictures did you see the pictures see that's what i think that's what was making me wonder how how real this anxiety about the gas is because there, were, there was a picture of a woman she's got the nozzle you know the gas thing and she's squeezing it and she's trying to aim the gas into the gas tank like you know you see it's just a fountain of gas supposed to be aiming into the gas tank and I'm like no y'all lying this is not like they're not really wilding like this in Oregon but then it's like but then it's like are they are they Do they really not know Maybe that they- you gotta put it inside
2: Maybe they think it's like watering the lawn. They're just watering their car.
1: <laughs> they just, I mean... They don't pay attention to what them people be doing back there.
2: I mean, yeah, the help could be doing anything back there.
1: Mm-hmm. They don't know. They have. They just know that they have no desire to touch a nasty old fuel nozzle. Fuel nozzle. That 50 other people would touch that day, and who knows what cooties are on there. No thank you. It's nice to not have to pump your own fuel. They mean it.
4: I, I mean, be- I believe that, though. I mean, the germ thing, I believe. You know, I get that. But everything else, it's like, you ain't gonna get gas on you. What's wrong with you? You act like you're filling up a gas can or something.
1: Like, relax. I've done that, too.
2: Even then, you shouldn't get gas on your hands. I mean, if you. hmm. I don't know.
1: I, do. I just. I do. What about? <laughs> <laughs> they can't pump no gas you can kiss my ass hey hey,
2: hey this is bacon from AdSpace, and you're listening to single simulcast
0: hey there beautiful people you're listening to the single simulcast i'm amber p i'm also black sexy geeky and mental and you are listening to single simulcast rock on cool kids
1: what's going on everyone it's justin from the three-fifths podcast and you're listening to the single simulcast
3: that was that was simply simply sensational sensational. single Single simulcast will surely surface speedily
1: bitches
5: I, oh, I hate a lazy woman now with, with bras now. I Like, ladies, if you're the type of lazy bitch that just only do one or two hooks and you got a three-hook bra or you got a two-hook bra and you only do one hook, you's a lazy ass. Hook every single goddamn one.
1: Hook them. <laughs> now nah, you know it's even... now, nah, you know it's even lazy in the net. This, this is probably, like, when you're deep down in your relationship. When she don't want... She don't... You want you want a titty time, and she don't want a titty time, and she won't even take the bra all the way off. She just pulls the titty over the top. She's like, here, and you like, really, really? He's <laughs> just gonna pull a single titty out, and the titty don't look like it want to be here at all. The titty come out the bra like you again. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Bad Advice Show with me and my partner. Fake bone. You listen to us on the Cold the podcast. Make sure you support our sponsors to keep this show free. And we'll be back here today to tell you stuff that you shouldn't do, but you're going to do anyway because my voice is so soothing.
4: Single Simulcast wants your reviews. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you listen to us. Tag Single Simulcast with the screenshot of your review on Facebook or use the hashtag SSCast on Twitter. Enjoy
5: the rest of the show. Hi, this is your man, Jeremy, from the Crown of Collars podcast. And you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shante Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave's fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crown of Collars. Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network.
0: Why are you holding that? She don't like a cigarette
4: oh, in your <laughs> With my mama's cigarette. Y'all know my mama When my mama died. Oh my she was trying to quit smoking. and She had a, um one of those cigarettes the one of them dates. So sometimes I walk around with it in my ear. Nigga. Wow. Nigga. got a Lucy. Pam. <laughs> Nigga. Pam
0: was smoking. Oh, Did sure. Pam know if the mid was still selling? That's what I need to know. Pam probably was selling the mid. No! <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, this
4: my is, mama know how to get a couple coins. Man, this is my song for real. She was resourceful. No she was. Resourceful. My mother was resourceful. Oh y'all, yeah. speaking of Pam, let me just tell y'all this real quick. When I cleaned up Pam's house after she died, oh the God, Fifty Shades of Grey book was open on her was open on her nightstand. <laughs> <name> <laughs>
0: Pam was reading Fifty Shades of Grey, and I
4: found a vibrator in her purse oh. not she died. <laughs> I, know I said, I ran to my brothers and said, hey, <laughs> "What you want to do?"
0: Listen, that's, that's why, why, I, Pam, why. Pam, I gotta clean my life up before anybody find me. Pam's so up on that and red roof. You gotta go to the my, Lord because th- won't He make you
3: clean inside? <laughs> <laughs> you know I say, say love.
1: shit I'm tired you' always be this one it is when you yeah. yawn that's how Anita don't. Baker did that you just, just yawn your way through shit I
5: fucking told you son I love Anita Baker but you were correct sir from beginning to end
3: 365 days of the year <laughs> I want to
5: you know what I'm rock for this one
3: <laughs> all I want to do is take and, and a nap with you that's yeah I uh,
1: think. They... <laughs> See? Sounds <I'm> just like. I never noticed it till just now. I
5: mean, at least she sounded like she was really going to sleep, other than putting you to fucking sleep like Nora Jones. Son, if you can't sleep, two 2 albums. That Nora, Jer- no- Nora Jones' first album put you right oh in Oh my fuck god. Out That's my and, and, it's um, so Type
1: though no.
5: yeah. Oh it's terrible I'm going to tell you the best album to go to sleep on um, Is Voice uh, to Men Evolution dog and yo for real If I can't sleep if I have like straight insomnia And I and there is no way I think I'm going to sleep Right now put on that album I am gone <laughs> I don't know what it is about the album I am out of here dog okay. you
3: this way So funny. So funny. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Oh, but I, I can't. I
5: can't talk too much shit about Anita Baker. My mom, when she was alive, she loved Anita Baker. Yeah, and Anita. Patty
3: LaBelle,
1: Son, Anita's a shit.
5: Yeah, like I'm saying, dissing but I, I still will listen to that
1: song. Oh yeah, I'll listen to it all the day long. But. It also Yo, helps do- that she's the only woman from that era who's still relatively attractive. True.
5: Come on, son. Patting the bell, dog. She got ass, son. That's cause she
1: <laughs> eating all that mama's fried chicken. <laughs> all she yeah. eat is soul food. She gonna be a diabetes Yo, I- victim.
5: I need to I need to ha- I need to find that that shit. Did anybody, am I the only person on earth that remembers that award show where Patti LaBelle was singing and they gave her the Lifetime Achievement Award or some shit like that and she was singing a song and she just took the mic away and sang and sung out loud to the fucking crowd and it was I the don't most, remember that at all. It was the most amazing shit I've ever seen in my life and I have never seen that shit again. Nope. She was probably yawning one day in the studio, so I was like, hold on, hold, on, hold on. Yeah, just like that. Just just keep doing that. That's perfect.
1: Oh, that was great. How'd you hit that note? I'm not sure. No, that wasn't it. Maybe if I hold my nose. No, that's not it either. Will you tell him to stop yawning when he yawns? That's it. Eureka!
4: <laughs>
5: that, I just found
3: it. Eureka! That's it. The is here. No. <sighs>
4: yes. Man, i wonder if they're aware of the 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 nozzles the the gas pumps where like if you do drive to the wrong side the the hose is long enough for you to take it over to that side like i didn't <laughs> know that was a thing like i didn't know that was a thing because i'm always focused on making Making sure sure. that I pull in Mm -hmm. on the correct side, because a lot of times you can tell that they're not very, uh, they're not very long. Yeah. Stretchy, but there are some that will take it. You can take it all the way to the other side if you want to. So, I
1: mean, and there's ones that actually say on there, yo, you can reach this over the top. Yeah. There's signs that say reached on both sides, but I have learned and I'm okay with the fact that, people just like to line up as much. As they complain about it. People just like to get in line everywhere. Like you go to a drive through, people are in line, but behind them or when you walk into the actual restaurant, it's empty. Uh, yeah. People will line up behind everybody in one lane when there's another lane to go to the same place. But Mm -hmm. you, like turning lanes, people will take one whole turning lane and fill it up because everybody's following each other. Um, hey, and there's people who, um, have a, uh, overwhelming need to just make the line stretch as far back as possible. I get my gas from Sam's Club. Um, because I have a car and they have a gas station where they sell gas for like 40 cent less than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And there is always, always a line there in one lane. The <clears> lane that lets you, the lane that's on the left-hand side, because most people's gas tanks are on their left-hand side. That other lane is wide open all the time. And I just pull all the way up as far as I can go and just reach the uh, the gas pump around my van and pump my fuel while everybody else sits there and waits. People just like lines. They're stupid. <laughs> they don't follow the crowd, but they'll damn sure follow you into that line. Like like we run. Black folks run when they see somebody else running. White folks all just get in line. That's that's it. That's their whole thing. Just fall in place. Get in line. It's like, why are we in line? Don't ask questions. <laughs> just stand here. So You stand here, Jimmy. You stand here, Bob. <laughs> what about white men? Oh my god. We all stand in line. Hey, we think this is fine. Hey, hey. Being what here about I thought Bob-
0: I missed a whole lot and I didn't because we back <laughs> on the greatest hits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But um yeah, no. I I I've been to Oregon and they are really serious about their gas. They're not getting out the car.
0: Those pumps are dirty. You don't know what they do with those pumps.
1: And the thing about Oregon is it ain't that cold, people. It's not like it's New Hampshire cold. It ain't Minnesota cold. It's Oregon cold, which is right above California. Which is like, what, 50 degrees? Yeah, right now we're at a cool 61. (laughs) It ain't that bad in Oregon and all places. and I mean... It's not bad enough for you to say, I'm not getting out my car to pump my own gas. That is, if you really want to look at it, like if you want to keep it 100, that is the most privileged thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I just imagine that if there was a Facebook out when slavery ended, <laughs> Well, wow. this is what it would have sounded like. I'm not picking my own cotton. So I can what? Get
0: you the- want me to sully these lily white hands? You want me that?
3: to,
4: s- you want me How to da- smell like... How dare you expect me to pick my own tobacco? You want <laughs> me to smell like
3: tobacco?
1: <laughs> I've never had to pick my own tobacco. Are you crazy with all these transients out of here? Maybe in another state up north, but down here we don't do that.
0: I could get robbed by trying to get gas. Do you know it's dangerous out in the world?
1: I can get I can get harassed or assaulted by the black people that I've been harassing and assaulting.
2: <laughs> Without a car in the way now though. There's no car to prevent retaliation for your harassment.
1: <laughs> I do not agree with these thoughts that we have to provide our own labor for these fields. This cotton ain't gonna pick itself, but you best believe I'm not gonna do it either. Share if you agree.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like like mm. and share. And <laughs> I'm just sitting here oh, going, if somebody came up to my car and asked for my debit card, no, I don't trust you. I I just I wouldn't trust a stranger to pump my gas.
1: Exactly. You know? Exactly, and that's the thing. We come from places where we're like, "Who the fuck?" and they come from places where everybody is like the theme song from Cheers. <laughs>
3: like,
1: that's that is, that is a something nutshell. to think
4: about, though, as far as like debit cards and stuff are concerned. Because because obviously, when people did self serve and stuff, you know, people motherfuckers using cash, you know, mm-hmm. so
3: you pay right, you,
4: know, you the right. ten dollars. It's not a huge deal. Where now, you probably would if. It would seem strange to just hand your debit card
3: mm-hmm.
4: to somebody to do something outside, especially before all the square thing. You know, like somebody could do something right there in front of your face now and mm-hmm. not have to take it inside. But like, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. No, but you're still using a debit card and shit, you know. Right. And right. hoping that they don't like I mean, I figured a lot of times when stuff gets skimmed and everything, it's because somebody got trusted. The wrong person was trusted with the card anyway. So, oh,
2: I wonder yeah, how often we have a people... big epidemic of that here, where they have they put skimmers over the gas station pump thing. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. trust like a person to just take it. Like your card reader could be a skimmer, dude. I don't know you.
1: I got a skimmer. I walk inside the building because you gave me your card. I write down your credit card number, and profit. <laughs> Like literally, like oh, there's a line ahead of you. While I'm on Amazon.com getting my girl that uh really really nice uh Miley Cyrus CD that she's wanted, where she gets back to the oh, roots. No, oh, because uh, it's Oregon. No, it's
0: Oregon. <laughs> no, they're 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 about to start like bumping that new Justin Timberlake. He's yeah. back to white guys.
1: Yeah, He's the back to white. You know what just I've heard in time is, for the super that. bowl what I've heard is Out. that his new song isn't that bad I've heard it's like electronica yeah mm. I, don't, I don't
4: know what that song sound like cause fuck mm-hmm. Justin like, well yeah because of what air. he did to Janet so Yeah, I he's think.
1: been
2: cancelled for quite a while he has it's been a while. It sucks.
1: I liked Justin but then he never I mean like he literally as soon as that happened and people are acting like he's acting like this is something brand new for him. No, it's not. After he <laughs> did that to Janet, he turned white. <laughs> <laughs> he found his privilege so quickly. So and, quickly. And literally, like, no apology, no nothing. He just showed up on another show the next day, contrite a shit, the way white folks do, and completely threw Janet under the bus. So this ain't the first mm-hmm. time that he's done this. <sighs> No.
0: And it shan't be the last. Exactly.
1: Uh, Being uh, that he is a mediocre white man, sometimes uh, he just does shit. He wasn't even the best member
0: of NSYNC. No.
1: That was
4: JC. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm.
0: It definitely was. That poor thing. I don't know what he doing. Crack. No. No.
4: No. No. He will not smirk JC Shazay's name
3: on
1: this podcast. M E F. Can't even do a meth. He's doing
0: meth. <laughs> I, I, we won't be besmirching him with his tens, his baggy jeans, and his thug appeal. We won't do it. We won't do it. Fine, then <laughs> we'll just
1: go back to the fact that uh we let Justin Timberlake get away with having cornrows.
4: Yeah, but see, does, you know what that you know eh. what that is? At least for me, you know, I'm like 16, 17, 18 years old. And not realizing how silly it that really is that he was doing that because now it's just like why why would you why would you ever do that why? you know but but you know during that time you got all these motherfuckers you know going through being on TRL together doing all these shows it's basically like you know United Colors of Benetton as far as the bottom <laughs> <laughs> so you don't. And you're 16, 17, 18 years old watching this shit, and it feels cool, you know, because it's not, especially like it is now, where it's like blatant, you know, racist motherfuckers on TV and in the, you know, in the news every single day. And it, and it's not just, you know, and it's not people who are way older than you, you know, or it, back then it was people who were way older than you, so you could believe, you could delude yourself into thinking that your 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 peers aren't those same people cuz look they're dressing the way that I dress and they listen to the music that I listen to and they care about the things that I care about when at when you look back for real it's probably it really was just that they were just dressing like you that they really didn't care shit that you care about because if they did mm-hmm. right having these conversations with them 20 years later you know you're 30 something years old talking to you know you you done unfriended all your white friends on Facebook <laughs> that you were hanging out with, and <laughs> around with be who you thought
3: understood what
4: they
3: really
0: don't
4: they don't
0: really don't you know we all can't be Yara Shahidi okay I'm looking at this girl like
3: how old are you again
0: god damn you so woke
3: like you're
0: like 17 18 years old I'm like I was like 1718 ready to marry Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys. I don't care how problematic that sounds.
4: <laughs> Yo, but. I I had a crush on Justin Timberlake. Like you know like when he when he did that like I love you, like when he transitioned into the solo thing and right. he had uh the black love interest. It was a little it was a a, a young black model and it was yeah. just like oh, shit. You know, because Ooh. the whole thing was you wanted to feel validated like it seems it sounds stupid now it sounds stupid now to feel like you know to be validated by that type of thing but you you know you wanted your you wanted to feel like your crush would want you you know exactly that, 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 Exactly. that, that confirmed it because before that i don't even know if if there were any uh a lot of those boy bands or those dude the dudes who came from those boy bands they were it was still very like it wasn't any, like, mixing as far as the races and stuff were concerned as far as in uh-uh. the video and stuff. If, like, if it was a white girl, he had a white girl, you know, that he was trying yeah. to check for. You know, and mm-hmm. if it was a black girl, it was a, a black girl that he was checking for. But then, you know, Justin Timberlake comes in, and he had a few women of color
3: yeah.
4: as Beatrice in his video. So, with that, it was just like, oh, okay, so Justin Timberlake really fucked with us. You know, but then you find out that he don't. Really be- don't. He- Janice shit happens, and he you it is just like oh no he no he doesn't. And then you got to think to yourself, mm-hmm. it's just like oh, okay he fucked with us, but think about all the people that he dated, you know, coming up and everything. It's like he oh you can't really confirm that he was ever with any woman of color, at any right? He, exactly, he's he wasn't. Diaz, he uh-uh. you Whoa. know, he was you know, and now he's married to Jessica Biel. And at and at best there was a rumor that. He was with Janet Jackson at some point, but it was oh, like yeah. super duper secret. So then it's like, well, why is this super duper secret? So, right. Yeah.
1: Well, just to remind people, you know, just before his album comes out, because fuck it, that's why. Um Justin Timberlake after Nipplegate uh sounded unapologetic for his actions, which was him actually pulling down the Breastplate to show the breast cover that they had put mm-hmm. over her nipple because it was all a plan. People, um, Timberlake sounded unapologetic for his actions, telling Access Hollywood, "Quote, hey man, <clears throat> hey man, it is, is that <laughs> Justin, Justin? <clears throat> I
0: can't stand you." Telling <laughs> "That that voice, hey man, <laughs> hey man,
1: we all love giving you something to talk about." Timberlake released a statement saying quote I am sorry that anyone was offended by the wardrobe malfunction during the halftime performance at the Super Bowl it was not intentional (laughs) and is regrettable however Timberlake was not required to film a video apology as Janet Jackson was Timberlake Mm -hmm. also addressed the incident at the Grammy Awards the following week which Janet was banned from attending Mm -hmm. after being scheduled as a presenter And he said, Hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's been a rough Uh, week on everyone. What occurred was unintentional, completely regrettable, and I apologize if you guys were offended. I fucking hate apologies like that.
3: uh,
0: Timberlake gave me... Because that's not an apology. That's why.
2: No, it's not.
0: It's like, I apologize if you were offended. You know I'm offended, so what the fuck you mean if?
1: Timberlake gave an additional interview at the Grammy event and stated, All I could say was, oh my God, oh my God. I looked at her. They brought a towel up on stage. They covered her up. I was completely embarrassed and I just, I, I just walked off the stage as quickly as I could. I'm, I'm frustrated the whole situation. I'm frustrated that my, my character's being questioned. And the fact of the matter is, you know, I've had a, a, a good year. A really good year especially with my music I'm miffed <laughs> I'm miffed Timberlake I later I mean this is all him literally doubling down Timberlake later declared it was something that went wrong then I felt like I'm gonna show everyone that this is something that didn't affect me and I'm gonna show mm. up at the Grammys she was uninvited Janet was supposed to be a presenter. He's still skipping through the meadows, picking daisies and shit. Like, mm. hey, where's Janet? Janet Janet? who? <laughs> <laughs> Janet who? Janet Timberlake? Janet who? My name is Justin. <laughs> From your Janet- oh, sh! Janet? Oh,
0: Janet? Lord. Oh. oh, you poor sweet soul. Because
1: of this, <laughs> he was only... Because of this, he was unable to attend most of the halftime rehearsals due to being on st- being on tour in Spain, having only one day to rehearse. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this? This is this is the last part. While promoting his sophomore album, Future Sex Love Songs, over two years later, ah. over two years later, my niggas, two years. And white people. And Eritreans. Yo. <laughs> um, Timberlake expressed regret for his behavior saying, "In this is two years later, so, <clears throat> in my honest opinion now, I could have handled it better. <laughs> I'm part of a community that considers themselves artists. And if oh, there was God. something I could have done in her defense that was more than I realized then, I would have but the other half of me and I just want to remind you when you say but it negates everything else but the other half of me was like wow duh we still haven't found the weapons of mass destruction and everyone cares about this oh wow he went political he went full political he, he went, went He went political uh, Just uh, Timberlake went America See, I, on everybody's ass
4: that's what people do, though. People do that a lot. Like, you know, somebody brings up something that is kind of serious within the community, you know, within a kind of small area and everything, and then they try to go big picture on you because it's like, how dare you care about this small thing? And so they throw the and not and
1: you're ignoring the big picture situation and focus on this little small thing. We can be right of you. You y'all are mad at this, but. Meanwhile, this is happening, and then somebody always puts back that uh, standard response, nigga. We can be mad at more than one thing at once,
0: right? We can multitask. Mm-hmm.
1: He added, right. I, "I probably got ten percent of the blame, and that says something about society. Really, I think, I think, I think that America is harsher on women, and 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 I think that America Bitch. is. I, I think that America is, you know." unfairly harsh on ethnic people
5: oh! <laughs> oh wow I think that America is
1: this bitch. harsh what? on ethnic people ethnic oh. people how dare you expect me to pick my what year cotton? is this what year is this article from uh this was hold please <laughs> It wasn't 1954.
4: It was 2007. <laughs> 2000, wow,
3: that's
0: 11 years ago. So 11. 11 mm. Yes, I was 25. He that's said it. ethnic. Let me tell you something. If I was Timbaland, I would have packed up my little drum set and said, "Fuck you," and kept it moving.
4: Mm. Yeah, but see, but see, I'm not surprised that he didn't. Uh-huh. You know, because black dudes will be fucking with white dudes. You know, like if as if a if a if a black woman is the target of like some kind of negativity. That's very true. A,
2: yeah, just a, a collective, dude, a black collective dude, dude, dude. dude shrug.
4: Yeah, like it'll just be <laughs> like, oh, well, hey, he ain't talking about me, or well, well, he ain't fuck. You know, he still fuck with me. I still think he cool. I'll defend him. You know, he ain't really <laughs> said nothing out the way or whatever, whatever, whatever. So true,
0: because they'll be like, you know, these bitches be tripping. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They, they,
3: like, they really uh, will.
0: What? <sighs> it's that that nice little intersection of, and I know it's it's the buzzword, hoteps and and alt right. Somehow they meet in the middle. Not exactly sure how that happens.
1: The alt right. The, the alt right. The on 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 right. You know I mean? The
0: ankh, right. Ankh right and alt right. They had their meetings on Wednesdays and have lemon bars
2: and alkaline water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, I don't know. They might switch the raw water now because.
3: You
1: know they're edgy. What about white men?
2: <laughs> what about them? What about what? them? What about Makes them?
0: them. So, you know, range. them and
1: their ethnic friends. I'm going to make it plain. Hey. hey. <laughs> what about white men? Now I'm doing the dance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh man. Okay. Um,. So, Justin. yeah, at this okay. juncture, Shantae, there's no longer, uh, we, we can't dodge it anymore, like the prologue to uh, Fire and Fury inside the Trump White House. <laughs> now, I just want to say without a shadow of a doubt that none of us are looking forward to this shit.
4: Um, not at all. It might not get to the next chapter
1: of this shit, so Yeah. Who knows? I, I might mm. die before the making of the next chapter. Like, if I say, are you ready for chapter one? She's going to be like, motherfucker. Uh, so <laughs> We're going we're to start off with the prologue. And, uh... <sighs> yeah, I don't even like the prologue. I don't like none oh, of this Jesus. shit. Oh, my God. So many white people in one place at one time. <laughs> oh, God. Shantae, this feels like we just ran, like, 20 miles in the guys saying run three more to make sure your legs hurt and it's like why do i want to make sure my legs hurt (sighs) prologue isles and bannon the evening began at 6 30 but steve bannon suddenly among the world's most powerful men and now less and less mindful of time constraints was late bannon had promised to come to this small dinner arranged by mutual friends in a greenwich village townhouse to see roger isles the former head of Fox News and the most significant figure in the right-wing media, and Bannon's sometimes mentor. The next day, January 4, 2017, little more than two weeks before the inauguration of his friend Donald Trump as the 45th president, uh, Isles would be heading to Palm Beach, into a force, but he hoped temporary retirement. Snow was threatening, and for a while, the dinner appeared doubtful. The 76-year-old Isles, with a long history of leg and hip problems, was barely walking, and coming into Manhattan with his wife, Beth, Beth, yeah, from, Beth such a white name, from there. Uh, I don't know any black Beths. Um, yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No. You know at least one. I don't know any black Beths. Um, we all know at least one black Beth. I know a black Rebecca. I don't know a black Beth.
0: Are you saying you don't watch This Is Us? Are you saying you don't know her?
1: Who? Is that, what? Is that <laughs> Randall's wife's name? Yes. That show was written by white people. Um, But she's still black, though. Is her name Beth
0: and in real life? She's Bobby in the future.
1: It's, no.
0: It's Susan. It's Susan. So
1: her name's not Beth
0: in real life? why are we doing this no I'm asking why you can't, can't you just claim her no, why can't you just claim seriously. her is her
1: name Beth in real life no 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 her name is Susan so white people gave her the name Beth her name really, <laughs> her name was really Kunta Kente and they named her Toby <laughs> wow
2: That's I don't crazy. know any black. Beth this Beths. book is already destroying lives look
1: Look, it's already a it's problem. Already a problem. All I need. To... All, I need to... <laughs> All I need. y'all to do is tell me one black Beth. That's it. I know. I know Elizabeths,
2: but they never go by Beth.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know a black Beth at this point. Yeah, I don't.
1: All right. I, I tried. Continue. I don't even know if I know a black Elizabeth.
4: I do. Well, I mean there's Elizabeth, I mean there was uh what's his face is uh Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah, for I yeah.
1: That's Okay. <laughs> okay. Look,
4: we
0: are grasping at straws <laughs> here. That's we that's are fair. trying to avoid we this just, the problem.
1: We could just agree <laughs> that Beth is a inherently Caucasian name. And That's just, true. It's a very <laughs> bright name to have. Um That's fair. Yeah, fair. Beth Beth is a name that implies uh, victim shaming, uh, lack of awareness <laughs> and uh, various amounts of good credit. Um, oh, also, okay. a haircut that screams, can I speak to the manager? And I will turn around and sigh at you during the showing of Black Panther if you talk during said Black Panther show.
3: Oh. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: So uh,
1: coming with his wife, Beth, and anytime, anytime going forward, I see this name. it will be read just like that like Beth. It's not even Beth. It's gonna be like when um when uh, Grace Jones said after birth on boomerang after Beth that's yeah, to be Beth. Beth going forward. So coming into Manhattan with his wife Beth <laughs> 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 from their upstate home on the Hudson. Was wary of slippery streets, but Iles was eager to see Bannon. Bannon's wife, our aide, Alexandra Preet, kept texting steady updates on Bannon's progress, extracting himself from Trump Tower. As a small group waited for Bannon, it was Iles' evening. Quite as dumbfounded by his old friend Donald Trump's victory as most everybody else, Iles provided the gathering with something of a mini seminar on the randomness and absurdities of politics. Before launching Fox News in 1996, Iles had been for 30 years amongst the leading political operatives in the Republican Party. As surprised he was by this election, he could yet make a case for a straight line from Nixon to Trump. He just wasn't sure, he said, that Trump himself, at various times a Republican, Independent, and Democrat, could make the case. Still, he thought he knew Trump as well as anyone did and was eager to offer his help. He was also eager to get back into the right-wing media game, and he energetically described some of the possibilities for coming up with the billion or so dollars he thought he would need for a new cable network. Both men, Isles and Bannon, fancied themselves particular students of history. Both Ado-Dedicts. Wait, fuck this shit. Hold, please. No. Some bullshit. Okay. Yeah, auto-didact. A self-taught person. Both self-taught people partial to universal field theories. So they saw this in a charismatic sense. They had a personal relationship with history as well as with Donald Trump. Now, however reluctantly, was understood that at least for the moment, he was passing the right-wing torch to Bannon. It was a torch to burn bright with ironies. Isles' Fox News, with its $1.5 billion in annual profits, had dominated Republican politics for two decades. Now Bannon's Breitbart News, with its mere $1.5 million in annual profits, was claiming that role. For 30 years, Isles, until recently the single most powerful person in conservative politics, had humored and tolerated Donald Trump. But in the end, Bannon and Breitbart had elected him. Six months before, when the Trump victory still seemed out of the realm of the possible, Isles, accused of sexual harassment, was cashiered from Fox News in a move engineered by the liberal sons of conservative 85-year-old Rupert Murdoch, the controlling shareholder of Fox <coughs> News and the most powerful media owner of the age. Iles downfall was caused for much liberal celebration. The greatest conservative bugbear in modern politics had been failed by the new social norm. Then Trump... Hardly three months later, accused of vastly more loose and abusive behavior, was elected president. By the way, loose. Disreputable or sordid in a rakish or appealing way. Why the fuck is his actions a- considered appealing or any. Fuck people. I always enjoy many <laughs> things about Trump his salesmanship, his showmanship, his gossip. He admired Trump's sixth sense for the public marketplace, or at least the relentless and indefatigable uh, indefatigability of his ceaseless attempts to win it over. He liked Trump's game. He liked Trump's impact and his shamelessness. He just keeps going, ails marvelled Marvel to a friend after the first debate with Hillary Clinton. You hit Clint, you hit Donald along the head, and he keeps going. He doesn't even know he's been hit. But I was convinced that Trump had uh-huh. no political beliefs or backbone. The fact that Trump had become the ultimate avatar of Fox's angry common man was another sign. This is not five minutes. This is some bullshit. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that in the book? <laughs> no, this is some bullshit. Oh, I don't want to do this.
3: Oh, I don't want to
1: read this book no more.
3: I'm too scared to.
1: Still. Shantae, do we have to?
0: Yes. Fuck. All right.
4: like, like, no we ain't gotta do nothing but stay black and die like no <laughs> we ain't gotta read this book like we can you know what depending on how many pages it is we can read a little bit we can skip we can do whatever we want to do they can't tell us what to do fuck this fire fuck all this fury we do what we want <laughs> and honestly it might be better if we are just skipping around Because then we're not, like, doing a whole, like, audio book.
1: Yeah, because I don't (laughs) want to do an audio book of this shit.
4: Fuck Donald
1: Trump. Roger Ailes. And Beth.
4: Beth. (laughs) Bannon.
1: Beth.
2: The fact that he could just casually go, yeah, I've got an idea for raising a billion dollars. I can do that. Oh,
5: my goodness.
2: I mean, just casually, like, you know, like, I've got a few ideas for a billion dollars that could get me a new network. Ego, you go, guys. I mean... Fuck Beth. That's just appalling in a very special way to me.
1: I wish they would have wrote something that said, after Beth left. After Beth. <laughs> Fucking Beth.
3: <laughs>
1: We're not gonna take it. I'm not gonna read that book right now. I might read it later. Uh, the number one white name in the world as voted on by white people is Paisley. For white baby.
3: Oh,
4: I thought yeah, I was going I, I knew a Paisley. Was she in
1: white? Our, in college, yes. Number two is Hunter. Number three is Peyton.
4: Oh, Hunter. oh. Hunter and Peyton—they both bully the other kids at the <laughs> playground.
1: Number four is McKinley. Mm. Number five is Brayden, and I know a Brayden, and yes, he's white. I know he? a black
0: McKinley.
1: Quit doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what did he No, I
0: do. I re- no, he went to my college. I know him in real life.
1: His last name was McKinley.
0: No, his first name is McKinley. His first, his last name is Hayes. Put his whole government out there.
1: Right, I'm gonna look. We're him
4: gonna, we gonna find him on Facebook. no I'm joking. Please I'm find you. him. We hunted
1: <laughs> down all of uh, Rachel Dolezal's friends. We could hunt down McKinley. Hayes. McKinley
4: Hayes. McKinley Hayes. -Hayes. I'm like, I'm like, I know McKinley.
1: Did he have a nickname?
4: I think he went by Mac. Okay. See, but it was like
0: McKinley. It's like everybody knew McKinley.
3: See, he just You know police. what he
4: was probably named After like you know some great Grandfather or grandfather <laughs> or something And that's why because that's why his Nickname is Mac you know like mm-hmm. he knew, Like he's not running around like saying like my name is McKinley you know being all stiff <laughs> <laughs> you know, His nickname is Mac Right <laughs> You know he just had to you know he had to deal with having a family name I can dig it
1: See? The number 11 name Is Maisie uh, Like number... the mouse what? Yeah Or the 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 girl who plays Aria on um, Game of Thrones. Oh, right. Yep, name is Basie. Weston is a number 19 name.
3: Huh.
1: Raleigh is a number 15. Claire. Number 18. Number 21 is Chet. Chet.
3: Really?
4: Motherfuckers still naming their kids Chet?
1: Yep. (laughs) And I know a nigga named Camden. Wow! Number twenty-six is Tristan.
4: Okay, I know a black Tristan. I do too.
1: He's a basketball player.
4: I know a couple of black Tr- Yeah, these no, nah, this dude like working in an oil field
1: or something. But you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know a Tristan. I used to work with a Tristan.
1: Number forty four is Lexi. Number okay. forty-five, Shante, is Cody.
0: Shout out to Cody.
1: Oh, number 50 is Zoe number 51 is Thurston 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 Thurston. wow like a
4: three hour tour Thurston (laughs) Gilligan's Island wow
1: what the fuck number 70 is I'm going to just spell this one out and then read it to you M-A-E O-N-A-I-S-E yes number 70 is mayonnaise
4: what? Mayo. This is, cool.
1: this, has, this is a joke.
4: Are you it kidding?
1: Me. <laughs> Number 70, mayonnaise. Number 73 is Whitey.
4: Nuh-uh. No, 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 no. There was a baseball inter- player named Whitey Ford. Right, but we're entering, like, the joke on white people portion of the name list at this
1: place. I, I don't know about that. Number 83, I refuse to confirm or deny that, but number 83 is Ranch. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, oh. Number 84, and the name is okay, but the explanation underneath it is epic. Number 84 is Cass. And they say, quote, short for casserole, this woman is known to be warm, friendly, and accepted by everyone. Number 87 is Cletus. What? Mm-hmm. How is that a white name? Cletus? How many white people you know named Cletus? All of them.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All of them? The names I know for black folks is Cleotus. Oh, oh true. Oh, oh. true. Cletus is a white name. Cleotus, however, is troublesome.
0: All I think about is Nutty Professor. Come on, Cletus. Come on.
1: You walking over, but you're limping back.
3: <laughs> I was like, hmm.
1: And the last story of the day: a bizarre scene is said to have played out in a Costco store in the U.S. when a woman decided she no longer wanted her Christmas tree. Ooh. Problem is, she decided that on January 4th. She apparently <laughs> demanded a refund because her Christmas tree was dead. For some reason, though, it took well until after the Christmas celebrations for his lack of life to bother her. Uh, apparently, uh, a man took a picture with it and posted it on Facebook, saying that he was standing behind a woman in line at Costco who's totally nonchalant, who wants to return her Christmas tree because it's dead on what? January 4th. I'm looking at the picture of this Christmas tree. It has no le it has no uh of uh, those little leaves on it anymore. No more of the furs. She did get a refund.
4: Wow. What the power of white women.
1: She that is
4: quite
2: interesting.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That's
2: why the
1: press secretary is a lady. Mm Mm-hmm. That right there. That's why. Stephanie? Yes. Go ahead and do your shout outs and whatnot.
0: Oh, who should I shout out? I should shout out Beth from This Is Us because you act like
4: you'll know her. Not a real person. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Not a real person. You're not gonna <laughs> take Beth on me. <laughs> not gonna do it.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, who should I shout out? What should I shout out?
1: I'm gonna look. Oh. For, I, I really don't know any Beths. So I'm gonna look for a black. I Beth.
0: know. See, you gotta find one. I don't know one either. That's the only
3: one I know.
1: Only Beth I know is literally Beth DeRudy, who is awesome, but she is white. She's uh, one of the um, best folks I know in Arizona. Oh. Yeah, she used he,
0: to work in a nursing unit. We had three Beths. They were all white.
1: They were all white.
0: They were all white. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Oh gosh. But uh, hmm, I guess I'll just shout out me and my podcast. Please listen to the Mocha Minutes podcast. I'm the only one on iTunes, I think.
2: I looked it up. You popped right up. Yay! So I am the only one, but yeah. And uh, hmm,
0: man, that's funny. I really am thinking about a black Beth now. I really am. I'm like, I know I know
1: one. I know a
0: black McKinley. I think I know a black Beth. You don't? I probably don't. (laughs) No. I I I just want to know one.
1: Nope. (laughs) Nope. No it such thing as a black bath. There is literally no such thing.
0: Unless Dan Fogelman created her. But if he didn't, then well, we ain't got anything.
1: If you can find a black bath, yeah. let me know. <laughs> I am. I, more I, I'm. I'm a look because this pl- is bad. Please I'ma do. Look, Beth, uh,
2: Beth Richie, Director, Institute for Research on Race and Public Policy. Uh oh. <laughs> Swag her out.
4: <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh,
3: find like, this, her. Oh. This
4: is an academic Black Beth.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay. But uh, let's see. Um, I'm on Instagram,
0: Facebook, Twitter. Not really Facebook, because well, Facebook is slow and problematic, and full of hoteps Um, as if Twitter is not. But still, though. <laughs> um, I'm Mocha minutes on all three of those platforms. Uh, Please look me up Not if you're in the onk right Please don't look me up Because I'm just going to (laughs) block
4: Call me Let me tell you something queen Let me tell you something Block (laughs) Take your Willie Lynch letter And go
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Don't you be lusting after those white men I know they treat you better So you agree they treat me better
1: <laughs> but they only treat you better because we treat you worse wait wait <laughs> Wait. can I get a redo on that can we just forget what I just admitted to uh,
3: <laughs> let me try
1: that again <clears throat> you wouldn't like white men so much if we didn't treat you like shit I can't stop I can't I can't <laughs> not be- <laughs> like can anybody write me a script? Can I get a can I get a a, a teleprompter? Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> the only reason why you think white men treat you better than we treat you is because they haven't spent the last 30 to 45 years cussing you out and rapping you. Fuck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> see well- I, I, well, I
1: have got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm 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 all out of excuses. Like I, well, I, if you would just let us treat you like the bitches y'all are, you wouldn't <laughs> want no white man, right? If you would just <laughs> let us call you out your name and slap you on the ass because we know you want it <laughs> everything, will be just fine. Like, don't white guys do that to you? Don't they disrespect you and and leave you and Make fun of you after they've left you and then blame you for all of the society's ills in the area. Like, don't they do that? Like, remember slavery. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Alamo. And that's the mic drop moment. Oh, you with the white man slave hand. You wench.
4: Yep, yeah, you bedwench. You heard meet that bed winch. Oh, man. Don't be
0: like Serena. I want you to go up to Serena's face and tell her that and see what happens.
1: Ain't nobody getting up to oh, Serena's face sure. You don't.
0: You don't want that. You don't want them problems. <laughs> Mm-mm. Serena will fuck you up. Okay.
1: <laughs> Five you to would six different it. ways.
0: Yeah, you really would. It's like come come to the police station, all battered and bruised, and what happened, Serena? Williams beat me up. Well, what'd you do to her?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> we
4: know it's your fault. I mean, she's the of Williams. We love her.
1: We're not gonna take it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Erica, go for it.
2: I, I think this entire thing has just like robbed me of any shout outs. I just, I have nothing. I, oh, I
1: feel... but, but hold on, hold on. You ain't got no shout outs. What, what about white men? What about white men? They get your shout outs. What y'all talking about? Hey, hey. I, I just, what about white I'm men? Trying. I'm Cause
3: trying. they
1: live in this world of privilege.
2: I just can't <laughs> hold face them I'm trying but I don't I can't
1: being try. I am a mediocre white man I've never had a problem with police
3: <laughs> I always get
1: <laughs> released and we have a really nice talk about sports <sighs> unless you're will Kane and then it's fuck you forever Ben I am a mediocre white man. I can't get away with shit that you can't do. I slapped a cop or two <laughs> and I'm still alive to tell you my whole tale. This is awful. And I didn't <laughs> even go to jail. <laughs> oh man. Oh. What oh, no. about white men? Walk around holding guns, they don't have to run, hey, hey. What about white men? Really make me mad, cause they, the hell was that? Uh oh. <laughs>
4: that was God <laughs> telling you to relax
1: right before a white man hears me and I lose my job <laughs> this is what we were talking about it's only funny if you know that a white guy lives downstairs in my house and is probably in my kitchen right now hearing all this shit what, what the, uh, but he's not a mediocre white guy he's a good one he's one of the good ones I like him
0: oh man
1: <laughs> is, is it Chris Evans Cause so I like well, him
3: too
0: well, oh it's man.
4: Chris Evans. Chris, uh, Evans, Chris Evans, shout Rachel. out to Chris Evans. Rachel he was wilding voice, though. He I... was wilding with that whole Keaton thing. Like he kind of got caught up in the rapture. Right. everybody got laugh. caught up in the
3: rapture. Yeah. Like, and it huh? went left.
4: Like whoa, Chris. Whoa, with that beard. Whoa. I'm ready Child. for Black Panther. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for Evans. everything. Woo. Yeah. Shout
2: out to Chris Evans. That's that's that'll that will that will do. That <laughs>
4: Wait, that's Erica's shout-out.
0: Chris that's Evans. Shout-out out. Out to Chris Evans. If
2: you hear this, you hear this, call me.
0: Call it. Chris Evans can have my walls. Oh my god. <laughs> Man.
3: So
1: you, 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 you know that there's probably like five or six black guys named Chris Evans right now who are like... Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh Why my God! I don't know if they're listening Why to the show. Know, I'll let then. you know how my, my
5: DMs go. Like, so I hear.
3: Swipe right. You give like the walls away. <laughs>
1: Swipe right oh, like a wow. motherfucker. Oh, wow. I'm about to be in this whole piece.
3: <laughs>
1: Shante.
4: Oh, okay, okay. So first, first, I wanna. Uh, Shout out EBCS seventy eight on iTunes who hmm. left us a review. Really? Yeah. 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 Yes. It, now, yeah. now what's odd is like if anybody's been um fought, you know been paying attention on Twitter, I put a, a, a request out to say like hey you know Apple Podcasts, Ate our reviews. If you listen to the show, leave a review. And when I did that, there was nothing there. Somehow, for some reason, something popped up from December 22nd, 2017. So, I mean, you know, that was weeks ago. But mm-hmm. this, this, this view is there. And um, this person says, I love listening to Rashani and Shantae. They're smart, funny, and so entertaining. It's like sitting around talking with friends on every single episode. Support Black Podcast. So, to EBCS78, thank you.
1: For that uh, Erica, review. thank you. <laughs> Ooh, you. Thank you, Erica. Who...
4: See, I didn't
1: even realize. <laughs> Erica, I thought about the initials. Yes, you... uh, Yeah. Thank you, Erica.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to let that very nice
1: statement stand.
3: <laughs> Aww. Erica, shout
4: out
1: to you. <laughs> oh, I was going through those initials in my head. I was like, wait. I know somebody whose company has damn near them same initials in it. Huh. Huh. Figured out that mystery.
0: <laughs> that you didn't even need a great dean and a pothead to figure right. out this
1: mystery. Or an ascot. Right. I am I am literally Encyclopedia Brown skin up in this motherfucker. Matter of fact, <laughs> let me go to Twitter. before somebody steals my shit. Encyclopedia like Brown skin. Oh yeah, just like that. The profile was updated, but yeah, no. Thank you so much. Uh, you you know we we appreciate you. You're good people. Um, you know I
2: love
1: you guys. You guys with us. Encyclopedia Brown skin. <laughs>
3: Oh my god! People are gonna Hi. steal my
1: shit. They gonna see it, and then all of a sudden, you are gonna see it everywhere else. But yep, that's me. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> a dope name right there. I'm proud of myself for that. Self high five. So about the baseline, <laughs> niggas, we need your help. Not even joking anymore. Help a nigga out. If this is a, a telethon, we would have just have started. I'm not like them folks. Was like we could have been done by now. But we appreciate you seriously. Um, and we appreciate. The reviews you leave, we appreciate just the help that y'all give and and everything, truthfully. Um, Single Simulcast, episode 275. Uh, What about white men? Um, Y'all be good. We'll holler at you later. Peace.
3: Bye. This is Single Simulcast.